Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. This is podcast number four, and you can find the show notes at evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. Good day to everyone. As we uh, begin today, I've been reflecting on a number of things. And uh, two basic things uh, I've been thinking about that really pertain still to learning how to live more fruitfully and productively in the grace of the present moment. And the uh, first one is basically uh, developing a frequent or a daily personal prayer time. And the second one is designing for ourselves a little flexible spiritual growth plan because when we do that, and I'll do that at another time, I'm not going to do that today, but when we do, when we develop a little flexible spiritual growth plan, that's, and we look at it occasionally, and look, we keep really focused, it's a tool in, in our tool bag of growing in holiness that helps us to stay focused and it helps us to keep aware of the things that would tend to pull us away or draw us away or distract us. So today I'm going to talk about developing this frequent personal prayer time. In one of uh, Jesus' journeys to the temple in Jerusalem, he stood up in the midst of the people and he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me. Let anyone who believes in me come and drink, and rivers of living water will flow from within him. You can find that in the Gospel of John, chapter 7, uh, verse 37 in the following. So from the heart of Jesus, from the heart of the risen, glorified Jesus, flows streams of living water. The heart of Jesus and loving him is the same thing. Receiving from him and loving him is the same thing. A life of prayer is rooted in the heart of the one who keeps asking these beautiful words, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? When we, when we in a sense, have a hard time loving the Lord, and we get away from that, we become strangers to our own heart. We, we, we lose touch with who we really are. And we start living out of a false self instead of out of a true self. And we become alienated, in a sense, from God's heart, which is love. And it is through prayer that our relationship with the one who first loved us grows and deepens. The goal of having a good personal prayer time is to learn to live a life of prayer. 
This type of prayer is centered surely for us in the grace of the present moment. In my immediate family, there are four of us. There's three brothers and a sister. And all of us, brothers, we have a great love and respect for our sister Ruthia. For me, she's near the top of my list because she remained single and took excellent care of my father and mother until they passed away. My mother died at 84 and my father at 96, and he needed extended and intensive long-standing care until he died. Recently, on one of my trips back to the family homestead, we were talking and she told me that she was very grateful to me a number of years ago after she had made a great conversion in her life and experienced renewal in the love of the Holy Spirit. She said that what I said to her was, if you want to grow more quickly in holiness and prayer, you need to build into your daily schedule a frequent or daily personal prayer time. She said to me, Dave, I did what you suggested, and I will never regret it because it has proved to be so true for me in many, many ways, especially in my growth in love for the Lord. In the book of uh, Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20, Jesus is standing at the door, and you notice that the door he's standing at when you see pictures, there's no knob on the door where Jesus is standing. The knob is on the inside of the door where we are. And so he he says, listen, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into his home. I will come into him. I will come into her. And I will eat with him. I will eat with her. For to those who win the victory, I will give the right to sit beside me on my throne, just as I have, just as I have been victorious and now sit at my father's, on the right of my father's throne. So this passage highlights the inner dynamics of heart-to-heart relationship with Jesus. And this, brothers and sisters, is essential. To grow in this relationship is essential. Without a meaningful prayer life, dealing with the experience of all the stuff we go through, all the, the times that we struggle, all the stress that we have, these distractions, responsibilities, all the things that cause us our, our afflictions, as some of the saints say, all of these things can become overwhelming. But when we are centered in, in our heart, in a frequent prayer and union with the Lord, and when we answer the knocking on our heart from the Lord who loves us, when we open to the Lord, the Lord's abundant love, his healing, his care, his wisdom, all these things are for us. And so we find also Francis saying this to his brothers in the earlier rule, chapter 12. He says to them, you know, that understanding the abundant love, he said, hold nothing back. Francis of Assisi exhorted his brothers, hold nothing back from the Lord. Give him everything. Pray always and do not lose heart. So we find in our own lives 
at a frequent prayer time is able to draw us more interestedly into a spiritual life. What happens to a good number of people, I've seen this over the last 50 years, is they, they have a, a spiritual experience. They go to Christ Life Program of Evangelization. They go to a Life of the Spirit Seminar or Christ Renews His Church or somebody prays with them and they have this rather profound, experiential, emotional joy of discovering new grace and new love in their heart. But if they neglect prayer and if they, they don't follow through and if they don't put some effort behind the, the beautiful gifts that they've been given, what happens is they start to lose interest and desire for prayer. And what, what happens is holiness becomes less and less of an issue and people then tend to revert back to making their uh, the, the human decisions that come from the philosophy of the world, especially through the media. So we have to really, in a sense, when we... When we do experience the Lord, we take on the special grace of perseverance. And what happens is when we start to pray, we develop a taste for prayer and a taste for holiness. And these things get stronger in our life. So then we ask ourselves, and we, we, we were well motivated. You know, we want to we pray. We want to grow. We, we love the Lord. We've had a lot of blessings from the Lord. So what are some of the practical things that we need to consider when we want to continue moving and developing and maturing a personal prayer life? Well, first of all, our personal prayer time and our, our, our time for prayer needs to be designed and fit into the vocation that uh, we have. If we're a hermit, we can spend many hours in prayer. But if we are in family life and we're raising children and we have little ones that we have to take care of, it's lucky that if we even get a few minutes of prayer in. So we have to tailor our personal prayer according to our vocation and the season of life that we're in. If we're older and the kids are grown and the grandkids, and, and uh, then we have more time that we could go off and spend more time in prayer, in personal prayer and grow in that. So we have to tailor our, our particular daily prayer time uh, to according to what we're able to do and not to take on unnecessarily guilt if we can't do this or we have to skip a couple of days or something like that, you know. And so uh, some people say that for them, the morning time, early in the morning sometimes, and the morning time is the best time for them. Others will say, I'm an evening person and I come home and after I get a cup of coffee and sit down and relax a little bit, that's the best time for me to pray. So we have to pick the time that fits ourself and our situation. That's important. Next, we, we pick a place and an environment that is conducive. So we don't sit in front of the television with the news blasting on, but we pick, sometimes uh, some of us live close to a little chapel or have a chapel available to us. Wonderful place to go. And it's quiet, it's peaceful. There's the natural grace that is in most chapels. And uh, we could pray. Other times we just need to go downstairs to the family room or off somewhere in our own room. And we just uh, sit in our, our soft chair and we turn everything off. All the electronics in the house we turn off, and especially the cell phone. 
And we might want to take a little notebook with us. And uh, so that if uh, in our time of, we, of prayer, if something comes to us that really strikes us or some insight that we can just qu- quickly jot it down. Now, those of us who are musically gifted, that's wonderful. Because if we're musically gifted, we can sing and we can pray, play a guitar, we can praise. And so we enter into praise. And now there's a special freedom that comes from praising at the beginning of our prayer time. What it does is it opens the door to let grace start to operate, and it just kind of naturally moves away the the tendency for distractions and the focusing on ourself and the worrisome things that happened at work and uh, those things that are going on with the children. You know, it moves those out of the way because we're in contact with the dynamism of the work of the Spirit, and it moves us intimately into a quicker relationship with Jesus. So praise prayer at the beginning of our prayer time is a very good thing to do. The church teaches us to use the word, to read a a gospel passage, the Good Samaritan or Jesus' healing, or read something in scripture, or even some kind of a uh, an aspect from the life of a saint or a devotional book that we have, something that inspires us is good then after we've started with praise. And so after we get free of some of the distractions, and then we look to see, okay, now what should, what's the length? How should we adjust it? Well, if you never prayed before and had an ongoing prayer time, you don't want to start for an hour. That, that, that's ridiculous. You'll be you'll you'll be discouraged in no time and quit. So you start where you are. You start really where you are. You take 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and you continue that until you feel drawn personally and spiritually to extend it if you can. But you you need usually 15 or 20 minutes to really get in the kind of things that goes into the formation of a personal prayer time. So you focus on the Lord, and then you pray at the beginning after praising a little bit, and you ask for the grace to pray well, and you ask for the grace of your prayer. And then at that particular time, for some, I think it's good that you share what's on your heart. Sometimes we have burdens on our heart, and Jesus loves us. He he wants to be with us. Not only does he love us, he actually likes us, and he wants to be with us, and he wants to hear what's on our hearts. He wants to hear what's really burdening us. And so we share that. We share what's on our heart. And we don't overdo that. Sometimes we can get into self-centeredness and self, uh, uh, sort of a compulsive self-worry. We don't want to do that, not in our prayer time. And then we stop after we've shared what's on our heart, and we stop and we put ourselves into a mode of listening. So we listen to what the Lord is showing me. Now, brothers and sisters, we trust the Lord. We trust his mercy. As soon as we put ourselves into a mode, don't be surprised if insights and lights come to you or things come to your heart. And then the Lord will communicate in the ways in which we know how to communicate in conversation, in communication and in communion. These are the modes of cooperating with the Lord, and the Lord will definitely show us or speak with us. The the word that's used is, what did the Lord speak to me? (laughs) My prayer time. The the Lord speaks 
through many ways inside us, but sometimes he uses our voice inside and just gently puts little words there. Other times they're just a phrase or there's an inspiration or, or there's an uh, enlightened understanding of something. And so he communicates what's going on. And so we ask him, Lord, what do you want me to understand what's going on in my life? And we seek wisdom and guidance and we're open uh, to receive what the Lord says. Sometimes we, we it's okay and it's good to turn to the current day things that we need to seek guidance from the Lord. And then we would receive those things. We sort of really say, okay, what, what in a gentle way should I do about what the Lord's showing me in my personal prayer time? And then we sort of make a choice or a decision or something that, that we should uh, do that get, puts a, a sort of a decision in how we can grow or how we can please the Lord or how we can love someone that the Lord puts on our heart or how we can do something for someone that we haven't visited in the nursing home. These things come up and God shows us and wants to be a part of, of what's going on in our life and he wants to lead us and guide us as we do these things that please him because we are servants of his mercy. And then at the end, of our personal prayer time, we thank the Lord for the graces that we've received. If very little will happen, don't be concerned, because a lot of times you'll go a couple days and you're just basically glorifying the Lord, you're trying to love the Father, and then you just, so you just take what you receive. You keep your heart flexible, supple, and open to the movements of grace in the interior part of your soul. And then at the end of it, what you should do is you should see, dear Lord, is there anybody that you want me to offer any prayer for, any intercession, or is there, is there anybody that you want me to offer a prayer for them and pray for them? And if so, what is it that you would like me to pray for? We can do that. And after we do that briefly, because we know we're not praying that much uh, that long of a time, what we do then is we thank the Lord for the graces that we receive. We end our prayer by thanking him and relaxing in the presence of the Lord. And then we let the Lord, in a sense, uh, bring an ending to this time of prayer. And then we, we move off into what the next thing is that our responsibilities or life has for us. So, brothers and sisters, just be faithful don't get upset, be peaceful, uh, practice prayer, because practice is what makes us mature and grow. And let us glorify the Lord as we finish this time. Let us pray for each other now, as I pray for you and for myself, that we will receive from the Holy Spirit a deeper gift of prayer. So in the spirit of our Father, in the spirit of his holiness, Father, we come before you. We are your love, lovely son and daughter who cares for you. We are weak and we are sinful and we know that and we understand that. And you never turn aside from us. You're always present to us. And we pray in your son Jesus' name this day. We pray for a, a deeper gift of prayer, a deeper gift of healing love, a deeper gift of intimacy. Take away the fears and worries of our life and let us know more and more your beautiful love for us and the love that you have given us that we can share with our brothers and sisters. And we pray this prayer with confidence and peace in the 
the goodness of the Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.